Welcome to this edition of Morgan Asked For Podcast. This is where we will review the Iowa State 38-31 win on Saturday night against the Baylor Bears. Now, again, we're going to just start right here. A great win. They're 5-1 and one in the conference for the first time ever. The Cyclones are 5-1 and one in a conference race in a season for the first time ever. Everybody just take a moment to think about that and see the futility of Iowa State football in its history. But 5-1 and one for the first time ever. By week coming up. So they will travel um, Kansas State. Um, they will play Kansas State in two weeks uh, with their three games left against Kansas State at Texas and then home again to West Virginia to end their conference season with controlling your own destiny. That's all you can ask for as of today, which is Monday, uh, November 9th. They are in sole possession of first place in the Big 12. They are 5-1, and one, and then Oklahoma State is 4-1 and one because they had their Baylor game postponed till later in the year because of Baylor's COVID issues earlier in the season. Um, you can see that Baylor is getting better and with the new coach and then the very, you know, weird and off season, everything. And then they had some serious COVID issues at the beginning of the year. They're getting better and they still have good players, but they're just getting into rhythm. So I'm glad that Iowa state does not have to play them coming up later in the year because I think they will continue to get better and better. But now let's talk about the game. Obviously did not start well. Uh, Brock Purdy had three interceptions in the first quarter. One of them was returned for a touchdown. One of them was almost returned for a touchdown. Um, They were all three very bad picks. Um, You know, one was a bad throw tipped off Chase Allen's hand. Um, One was just kind of a bad read thrown right behind him right to him. And that one was the one returned. And then the other one was a really good play, but if he just throws it out there, um, you know, two yards more, it's a touchdown, but he underthrew it. And then the guy with the, the one hand club on the other hand with the broken hand made the, uh, a really good play there for the interception. And then obviously the defense didn't start off well, obviously with the, the pick six, not their fault. Um, but, but the, the first interception uh, was, was essentially like a punt. It was a 35 yard pass down the field and, and they, they went right down the field and scored. Uh, the, the middle of the field was wide open. Um, but as uh, John Haycock's you know, defense does, they adjusted. Um, made, later in the game, made um, Baylor one-dimensional. Um, they could not run the football. I think they averaged like 2.3 yards a carry. Um, did not have a first down, I do not think, in the third quarter. Um, and, and that's what I, I really want to take out of this game was that halftime adjustments. Uh, both offensive and defensively, um, you know, they weren't going to lose this game. Their, their players stepped up, made plays. Uh, coaches stepped up and made the adjustments they needed. And then they held on at the end to win after uh, Mike Rose's great interception in the end zone to seal it up. Um, you know, Brock Purdy set another the all-time record for touchdown passes, uh, passing Brett Meyer that we talked about on Friday. Um, you know, it was 21 to 10 at half. Um, I think you had to feel great. You're only down 11 points at half with as bad as you played. And then, you know, you come out after halftime, uh, force a three and out um, exactly what the defense was. You know, one of your best players and best leaders on this team, Greg Eisworth, muffs the punt uh, and gives them the ball, you know, inside the 20 yard line or I think right about the 20 yard line there. Um, 
And then obviously the defense stiffened up and, and forced a field goal there. So now you're down 24, 10, um, but that was a huge play by the defense there to not give up another touchdown. So you're still only down two scores. Then Iowa state goes, uh, rattles off uh, 28 straight points in the game, uh, 21 points there in the third quarter. Um, you know, just a great third quarter. Um, not very many people, uh, you know, for as bad as Brock Purdy played at the beginning, he played uh, really, really good later in the, the game. Touchdown passes to Charlie Kolar, to um, Brees Hall, and then to Chase Allen. So, you know, obviously two tight ends. And then, you know, the running back out of the backfield. Brees Hall had another great game, 133 yards, leading the nation in rushing. Second in touchdowns, over 1,000 yards on the year. Uh, I think the only back in college football to, to have that so far, you know, just another overall really solid game, you know, um, going back and, and thinking about what I talked about on Friday, the preview, what I wanted to see special teams to play well. And they did, you know, obviously had the muff punt, but that's not on, you know, what, what I think of the special teams. They didn't have any big returns, uh, you know, but then Iowa state special teams were great. We had a big, uh, you know, Kick return by uh, Kane again. Um, he is he is just exactly what you need to happen. Um, and Coach Campbell talks about it a lot, having your seniors playing their best football. And then the super unselfishness of him. You know, he's got a sophomore starting over him at running back, uh, but he still finds a way to impact the game every week, whether it is the the five carries a game he gets as a backup running back or in kick returns. And, and he's been a great kick returner his whole career. That, that was kind of always his thing. Uh, but, you know, the, the biggest play in the Oklahoma game, and then you, you could say the biggest play in in the game on Saturday night as well. You know, again, Iowa State is still undefeated in the black uniforms. Um, a little bit different look, and I like that black and white look. It's really, really good. Uh, but I, I like both the black and on white and then black and black. Um, it's really good to have. And then Landon Akers, another senior. Um, I remember watching him and Orion Vance firsthand uh, when I was coaching at Atumwa there. We went up to Cedar Rapids, Washington, where both uh, they played, and, and they just put it to us. Uh, they could have named the score, and they about did. Uh, but just two really, really good players. He blocked a punt, um, had a couple catches. And, again, your senior playing great at the end of his career, playing the best that he's played and helping the team win when called upon. You know, he's not a – not going to lead the team in touchdowns, not going to lead the team in receptions on the season. Um, I think he did last week in the game, but not not over the course of the year. He, he won't do that, but just when the plays are presented to yourself, you need to make them. And right now, Iowa State's doing that. Uh, Brock Purdy, just, you know, how mentally tough is that? I mean, he had to be super frustrated after those three interceptions, knowing that, you know, they weren't good throws. Uh, that, that's what disappointed me. Sometimes interceptions happen. You know, like I kind of thought that one to Chase Allen on right when he saw it live was, you know, bounced off his hand and it goes, that happens. Um, but going back and looking, the, the ball is way behind him and it would have been one heck of a catch. And, you know, what happened, you try to do it and it pops up in the air and, and Baylor made a good play on it and returned it a long, long ways. And Kanae Wongo again, great hustle to make that tackle. I didn't know it mattered because they went down and scored, but, you know, that's what you want to see, you know, live to fight another play. But overall, Iowa State, great job uh, with the win. That's all that really matters right now. I don't care if you win by one point or win by 40. Um, and then the biggest thing is just that that's a culture win. That's a Matt Campbell win. 
I'm just uh, super happy that they're they're five and one and playing super meaningful football here towards the end of November and then the beginning part of December with everything laid out in front of you um, by week this week. So we will not have another podcast on Iowa State until you know a week from Friday. But enjoy your time. Hopefully, you know uh, some of those guys that are hurt that you know we, we never get anything out of Matt Campbell about injuries. But hopefully, some of those guys are getting closer to coming back. And then, obviously, you know, your guys like Brock Purdy and, and Breeze Hall and Chase Allen and Charlie Kolar, Mike Rose, um, you know, Orion Vance, Greg Eisworth, there are bumps and bruises and stuff that everybody has. Everybody's, you know, dinged up. It's just that time of year uh, can rest up over these next uh, week and a half uh, leading up to the Kansas State game and what is the biggest game of the season. And as long as you keep winning, every game is the biggest game of the season and to keep your eye on the prize and get your chance to play for a Big 12 title at the, you know, in the middle part, middle to end of December there with the, the change schedule and then having a, a great bowl game later and at the end of December. But overall, you know, I, I picked, uh, you know, Iowa State to score 38 points, and they did. Obviously, I was way off on uh, the number of points that Baylor had, but I w- would have never guessed in a, my wildest dreams that they would have turned it over four times. And when you turn it over four times, you're going to give up points. And sometimes you just got to go outscore your opponent. And they did that. And that's exactly what you want from your team. Um, I think I, I heard the stat that uh, it was the first time since 1993 that Iowa State had turned the ball over four times and still won a football game. So, you know, 27 years ago uh, for that to happen. And so. All right. Well, that's uh, enough about Iowa State today. Um, stay tuned later this week. Um, we've, we're going to have a Masters Preview podcast. Um, and then obviously, you know, our high school uh, review and then our high school picks uh, for the semifinals coming up later in the week, along with the Hawkeye uh, preview and review. So stay tuned throughout the week and we'll talk to you guys later. Thank you for listening to Morgan Yass for podcast. If you like what you hear, click the like button or hit subscribe. If you want to hear more episodes from Morgan Yass for podcast. Also, if you would like to comment or with any show ideas or anything, please contact me at Morgan Yass for podcast at gmail.com or on Twitter at Ryan Morgan 34. <laughs>